who would have thought that University of Virginia would have been doing this well in the transfer portal and recruiting? You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. How are you doing there, viewers and listeners? This is Big Law, Locked On Virginia. Uh, good day, viewers and listeners. Uh, welcome to Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, your first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Locked On, Locked On podcast network. The date is 12-20-2022. And yes, I'm hitting you with a late night or late e- later evening edition of this episode because there's been so much news happening around the University of Virginia football program. And might I say, it's very, very positive. I also have some really good news of what's uh, what I'm going to do about all this positive news. Um, I can't tell you the positive news until tomorrow because I will be tag teaming with one of the foremost top reporters uh, when it comes to recruiting. That would be Draki Franchuli. Uh, for scout.com and also for um, also for uh, 247 Wahoo uh, Sports. She'll be here tomorrow, uh, and we'll do a show for you guys, giving you guys the lowdown on what's been happening. But huge, huge news. And, and I can't even um, tell you everything that's going on because there's so much, and there's been so many guys that actually, young men who have committed to the University of Virginia are on the way. Um, for what I understand, um, this will also serve as, uh, like I said, this is a Tuesday show, but this will also serve as a pregame review for the game tonight uh, for University of Virginia Cavaliers going up against those dreaded, dreaded Miami Hurricanes tonight. So I'll give you guys some uh, uh, ideas on that as well and, and who to look out for because uh, they're down there in, in uh, Miami getting ready to uh, suit up and getting ready to play. So, as I was saying before, you know, the transfer portal has been a sore, you know, um, you know, to the, you know, sore, you know, or pain in the side to the University of Virginia football program. You know, and let's just kind of call it like it is. I think that, you know, for good reason, you know, on the part of the actual players, they want to leave. They want it to leave. There's players that want to get out. And we can't hold them any kind of way uh, responsible or be upset with them because they want to leave based off of what happened. Of course, some players and some teams just lose players just based off of having a horrible year on the gridiron. And I understand that. But based off of that, when you compound that with the ultimate terrible tragedy that happened, um, uh, you know, with the team, you know, I could totally understand why, you know, some of these uh, young men want to go start over and, uh, you know, continue their uh, college career elsewhere. Uh, But just totally surprising. I don't care who you are. No one could see what is coming down the pipe right now is coming. I mean, I see probably one of the first Clemson uh, players to follow Coach Elliott over. Um, 
there's there's uh, someone from Clemson coming over who's committed. Um, there's also um, a four star who stayed committed. You could probably guess that. There's there's just you know there's some other three some highly ranked three stars who were uh, also top targets of uh, other Power Five teams, which that was a gripe from a lot of fans that yes UVA may be getting a lot of players three stars or whatever, but they're you know they're not power five recruits. And if you're going against, you know, non-power five or you're recruiting non-power five uh, players, you're setting yourself up to be competing um, or, or to be, you know, that kind of a talent level as opposed to getting the high end forward, five-star kids. But I think that there's something definitely coming down the pipe for this team. Um, and it's just the beginning. Remember, this is the first signing day which is tomorrow, Wednesday, which is why I have to get this out, this episode out to you first, okay? Just to set up what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be very special uh, and surprising for all of us fans of, uh, based off of what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing behind the scenes here. Um, the, the, the most exciting part, of course, is you actually have some buzz. You have some players who want to come and help rebuild the program. I can tell you one thing about Coach Elliott and his staff that's there. They know how to do the recruiting. And, and, I, and I understand a lot of the guys aren't like the four or five-star caliber that you want. But based off of who they are and where they are right now, they get the, some players that they want. And, and the thing about it is every story is almost the same. You know, a lot of the guys say, we felt at home. We really, you know, loved it there, the coaches just made us comfortable, you know, that that's, you know, and maybe that's because those are the kids that, you know, that the team targeted uh, earlier on and they continued. Now I'm not saying that, um, you know, that the other, uh, you know, the previous regime didn't make kids play or feel that well, but um, obviously we know, we absolutely know that, you know, in order to win the Commonwealth, you need to recruit in Virginia. You need to win home. You need to win here. You know, Liberty's on right now. Another school that's been doing well. Liberty, JMU, Virginia Tech, uh, William & Mary, all these schools, uh, the Norfolk States, Virginia State, still can't forget about the HBCUs, um, Hamptons. You know, those schools are still doing well, you know, getting some of these 757, some of these players from all over the state. Virginia just needs to take it up another notch if they're going to win this state. ODU as well. Cannot leave out ODU. Um, uh, but these are things that have to happen in order for uh, any college to, to, to claim the Commonwealth Championship. So with that being said, uh, you know, let's see what the transfer portal holds and uh, the recruiting trail holds for this team. But from what I understand, there is definitely – a lot of energy there's a lot of buzz there's a lot of guys making commitments um right now and they're just waiting to sign their letter of intent um, i'm wondering what coach elliott is doing how are they finding this magic elixir after a tragedy i need to know how they are recovering i don't know how they're doing it you know and this is going to be a huge story to talk about after a tragedy, after a bad year, okay, that 
obviously there was a lot of turmoil going on. There's a lot of back and forth. A lot of things were not jiving, you know, with the offensive uh, side of the ball to where they are right now, where kids are coming from all over the place, you know, and, uh, and some of them may not be your four or five star caliber. A lot of them are high three caliber. Um, and that's, you know, something that I did not expect. I expect for a lot of kids to almost that could come to the school that are recruits turn away because they didn't want to step into, you know, what the negative uh, could be, you know, for this team, you know, going forward. But it seems like there's a lot of young men out there who want to change the narrative about Virginia football. And I'm thoroughly surprised and I'm excited uh, to see what my girl Jackie Franchuli from 247wahooandscout.com uh, uh, to uh, see what she has uh, to offer tomorrow. And uh, you should too. Uh, make sure you go and check her out on her uh, on her uh, you know on her website and also on some of her other uh, social medias. Follow her on Twitter. She's a great follow on Twitter as well. Um, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You create your profile and you put in the purple hashtag, I'm hiring, or excuse me, hashtag hiring on your profile frame in your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small business small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in developing quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. But as you can tell, I'm jacked up. Uh, right now about the recruiting for this, uh, you know, for this cycle, I was really, really worried about what to expect uh, from this, uh, you know, from this term, you know, of the recruiting cycle. Uh, But it seems like there's some guys coming to the rescue. I said there had to be something big happening. There had to be something kind of big because it was looking very, to me, it was looking very, very dismal. You know, my, my question, I even talked to my guy Ballhawk on my on my show last week, uh, my Seven City show, and I asked him, I said, will we be able to field a proper team? And he laughed at me, and I said, will we be able to field a proper team come uh, the spring game? 
And uh, he had to think about it, but he did laugh. And he said, I don't know, probably. But, I, I, you know, I'm just looking at it based off of the young men that we lost and some that we are still potentially losing. I don't know if any of the players that are in the transfer portal at Virginia have made any decisions outside of um, outside of the long snapper uh, who was in the portal for Uni University of Virginia coming back. But I'm not sure if anyone else has made any decisions to play somewhere else. And I will be interested to see what Fentrell Cypress, who quite frankly is the highest profile player uh, in the transfer portal from the University of Virginia, then you and believe it or not, is higher than Brendan Armstrong. And yes, Brendan Armstrong still is looking for a home, uh, but I know that he he does have some buzz on where uh, you know he might you know that you know where he might wind up going. So you know, good for Brendan, and we'll see what happens with Brendan and where he lands. But there are some players uh, coming. But I will give you this nugget. Also, Antonio Clary is uh, coming back, a safety uh, defensive back for the University of Virginia who had a pretty good year. Uh, looks like he has made the decision to uh, come back, you know, and utilize the uh, the extra year that he that that has been given him by the NCAA. And I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, him come back because the defensive backfield is pretty much decimated. Um, you know, when you lose Anthony Johnson, uh, ACC first team, all ACC, Fincho Cypress, all ACC second team, who led the league in pass breakups. Anthony Johnson, first team ACC, was second in the league in pass breakups. You lose your two top corners, you know, you're going to need some help. Um, also, you had uh, Chase Chalmers, another safety hybrid kind of a player, also leave. So, um, and I'm not sure about Darius Bratton. You're losing him as well. Another tenured um, defensive back who is uh, who's also, you know, probably possibly not coming back. So, you know, let's see how this all shakes out, everybody. Got an exciting show for tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. It's going to be awesome. Jackie's going to lay it down. Okay. She's going to tell you who's coming, who's going. Um, she's going to also tell you maybe some uh, tidbits of information you didn't know about recruiting. This is when you build your team. This is almost just like draft day, you know, for a professional team. You know how excited you get, you know, um, when you have a team that is uh, on the clock and you could possibly change the whole landscape of your team based off of a few players. This is where it begins for the University of Virginia. You know, we've been looking for a ray of light, you know, because of all the things that have happened. You always look for something positive. You're looking for a ray of light. And the football program has needed a, a ray of light for quite some time now, uh, since November. And now we may have a ray of light and some, uh, some good energy coming back into the program. And uh, I got to give a shout out to the coaches, you know, the, and the staff, what they're doing. Because I didn't think they had, you know, the energy to, to turn it around, you know, this quick or to get young men to recruit, you know, some of these recruits to commit. I thought it would be like an elongated process. I would think that some players are going to hold out, you know, and maybe end up at Virginia and not like make their decision on, uh, on, um, on sign signing day so this is a uh, great news uh and, and you guys and all of us fans we should be happy about this thank you for making locked on virginia your first listen today make sure you check out locked on sports today the biggest sports sports 
stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. Plus, instant reactions, game recaps, Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So, yeah, everyone, um, let's make sure, let's make sure we tune in tomorrow as well. Now, let's jump into the basketball preview. Of course, big, big, big game tonight. This is going to go a long way, everyone. We just had a devastating, not, not quite devastating, but it was a big letdown of a loss to Houston. The number uh, the number five team in the nation then, and now they're up to number two. Excuse me. They're up to number, yeah, up to number two, I believe. And UVA is at number six. So with that loss, you know, we really kind of found a lot out about our team and about ourselves and what we could possibly be and what we need to improve. And there's a few places, you know, when you're playing an elite team like Houston, potential elite eight final four kind of a team, you know, there's some things that we definitely need to button up. We need to button up our outside shooting right now. We need to button up our turnovers. You know, we need to do that right now. But we have Miami tonight, 8.30 tip-off. Miami 11-1, and one, uh, and they are number 22 um, in uh, the college poll right now. And, of course, UVA 8-1 is number 6. And I tell you what, they have four guys in double figures. Um Isaiah Wong, who has been the star for this team, uh, six uh, averaging 16.7 points a game. You got Jordan Miller, another guard, averaging uh, 15.1. You got uh, Norshad Miller, averaging 13.8. And another guard, Nigel Pack, averaging 11.3. So they got some guys averaging some really good points. You know, our leading scorer is Jaden Gardner at 11.8. And then Kihei at 11.3. Then, of course, Amar Franklin at 10.9. Those are double-digit scores. We don't have a ton of guys putting up a ton of points. But our 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 scoring is is very spread out as well. Um, you know, you think about, um, you know, Bennett Vanderplas, who had a terrible game last week. Um, I'm very looking very forward to him breaking out, you know, and, and, uh, and riding the ship what kind of year he had. Then, of course, you got Caden Cedric who is uh, also in his own right having a, a huge breakout year. Uh, then you got you think about um, uh, we got Jaden Gardner, Reese Beekman as well. Reese, who is quite frankly, when he's healthy, he's the best player on the team because he plays both sides of the ball. He's elite, elite, elite defender, plus, plus defender, can shut you down, uh, shut down your best perimeter defender. And also your best one-on-one -on -one, um, going to the basket player. It might be your best passing guard as well. And he is. I, I, you know, I'm going to call him the best passing guard on the team. So when you lose those things or he is severely hampered by an injury, you know, we're looking at um, a tighter game than usual. He did good, uh, you know, on the defensive end by shutting down Sasser when he was on him. But, you know, we were we were slow in our rotations, and that's something that we're going to have to uh, correct quickly against this Miami team. Very athletic, very quick. Has some guards who can really fill it up, put, them, put it in a bucket, and we're going to have to change up some of the things that uh, hurt us, uh, you know, during this the Houston game, which was the 
uh, slow closeout, you know, some fractures is what they called it, you know, but there were some, uh, I think there were some slow closeouts, just in my opinion, you know, they were getting some shots and I think we should have aggressively closed out a little bit better. I know we don't want to foul them, but in order to get that shooting percentage down from the three, we need to have some more aggressive closeouts. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell if you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, even your parents can tell, everyone can tell. So what makes you think the law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high during and driving under the influence is, is another thing that we all should be aware of. So remember, drive high, get a DUI, paid for by the NHTSA. This time of year, guys, make sure you get home. You know, this is the holidays, and uh, that means make sure that you have a designated driver. There's Ubers out there. There's no excuse. There's, um, there's uh, Lyft out there. There's no excuse to get yourself in trouble and to be out here driving, potentially killing yourself and somebody else, changing everyone's lives forever. So do the right thing, guys. Don't drive high. But yeah, big game tonight. Uh, Tip-offs at 8.30. Uh, looks like we're about 30 minutes out. Make sure you get to your local uh, ESPN. I believe it's going to be on ESPN or the ACC Network. Big game for UVA. This is what we want to see. We want to see how do they bounce back, okay? If this team can bounce back the way that I think that they can bounce back, I want to see it tonight. I want to see it today. And they're on the road. Um, then the following week, they play uh, the Albany Retrievers, I think, uh, you know, another Division II school. So they'll get an opportunity to play a team that they should beat, but then it ramps right back up. They get into ACC play right at the new year. End of end of this this year, going into the new year, the thirty first, I believe they play Georgia Tech in Atlanta. So, this game is very important. Remember, beginning of this month, I said there's a five game stretch, you know, and the Michigans and the uh, oh man, I'm losing it. The Michigan, Miami, Houston, you know, JMU, you know, uh, these were the teams I said there was five that they had to beat, and if they came out of it with one loss. They should be in really a really good position going into conference play. So let's make sure we support them. Let's watch them. I will be doing a halftime show for Seven City Shop Talk Sports, uh, so you guys can catch me online for that uh, during halftime. And then you'll also catch a now, a a Locked On Sports Now, which is uh, a quick post game rapid reaction show. You'll catch me on that as well. So. Make sure you guys tune in to all of our Locked On brands to catch that because that's going to be, um, you get it raw, you get it first, and you kind of get an idea of 
you know, kind of where we are. Those things are always interesting when you start doing those rapid uh, reaction now shows. But uh, but I can tell you, this is going to be an interesting game. I really want to see where Reese Beekman is, how healthy he is. I want to see how this whole team bounces back. Not to mention the uh, freshman, Isaac McNeely, who is stealing minutes from Ahmad Franklin. You know, and I know why. His defense is not bad. You know, it may be as good as Almond's right now. And then his shot uh, has been better lately than Armand's shot. Because remember, Armand's supposed to come in and be the shooter. They brought him in to knock down open shots. He was at the beginning of the year. He has really slowed down. So let's, uh, you know, let's see how these freshmen uh, check out. Then, of course, the other star sensational freshman, uh, Ryan Dunn. Uh, athletic wing player, defender, who I think can um, change some things for this team with his versatility and who he can guard based off of his size. He can guard, um, you know, a, a wing player all the way down to the big man, uh, a power forward kind of a slashing uh, player that I think he can guard as well. So let's see where we are, guys. Uh, I will see you guys at the end of the game for now, but make sure you tune in to me for the uh, halftime show on my Seven Cities brand. We'll see you guys out there. This has been Big Law at Locked On Virginia. It's really exciting. Holidays are here. Can't wait, guys. I'll see you in a little bit. Have a great evening. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.